Was Space Jam a slam? It's bad, batch. And uh, Loki isn't quite gone. All this and more on Geekly Bi-Weekly. What's up, you gorgeous geeks? Welcome back to Geekly Bi-Weekly, your new favorite podcast for geek news, pop culture, and discussion. My name is Hogan. And I'm Ida. You typed that there, like like where, where it's there, um, as <laughs> if I was supposed to say, and I almost said it just for fun, but I was like, nah, we got stuff we got to get done. Anyways, let's jump right into it, guys. We got a lot to discuss today and uh, not a whole lot we of time do. to discuss it. Um, as I'm sure you heard from the title, uh, we're going to be uh, discussing the Loki season finale, Space Jam 2, Bad Batch. We're going to bring up Dune as well. And then um, we had a fan of ours ask us to talk about a certain subject that... Um, it's a little, a little spicy. <laughs> it's a little spicy. Um, we talked about it with Nate a little bit and how he feels about it. Anyways, we'll get into that. Uh, we'll get into it. But first and foremost, at the start of the episode, let's just do a quick spoiler alert. If you have not seen any of the topics that we have just mentioned, stop the episode, go and watch it, take your time, come back. We're here for you. This is a spoiler zone, so be aware. Matt, hit us with like a scary noise. Um, anyways, let's jump right into uh, the Loki season finale. I was listening to last week's episode because, you know, you have to listen to your own stuff to make sure that it's good. It's uh-huh. not nepotism, I promise. Um, uh-huh. You got to hear that voice. Yeah, exactly. I think I sound wonderful. You do. Um, very and you sound rich, anyways, chocolatey. Anyways. <laughs> yeah, we're getting off. We're already getting off. Um, <laughs> I want to say that I was the one that said that they weren't going to show Kang at all. I think so. Yeah, you were. Um, I didn't think that they were going to premiere him, but they definitely did uh, at least a variant of him. Yes. The same guy that's supposed to be playing him in the MCU going forward. I lost my fucking mind when they did. I did too. Honestly, that was not something I was expecting. I know that in last week's episode, one of the things that I was very adamant of, of, I don't think they're going to introduce the big bad. I don't think that's going to be a thing. So the fact that they did yeah. was just, oh, so good. Like It was had, really good. And Jonathan Majors is so fucking good. He is outstanding. I absolutely fell in love with him in Lovecraft Country. I just, he's, oh, he's just such a good actor. So when yeah. I saw that he had been signed on to um, Ant-Man, and the quantum mania, I was like, I'm fucking here for it. I cannot wait to see what happens. And so the fact that they introduced a variant of him who is the one who knows everything, like, you know, it was just so good. And his. Yeah. He who remains. Yeah. He, the way he took up even the pauses, his, his very small manuals, it was just a uh, perfection. Jonathan Majors perfection yeah there were like just little tiny little nuances yes i love the fact we're gonna see other variants as well so we get to see so much more in so many different ways we're gonna be seeing him yeah like you said in so many different ways we're gonna be seeing him as so many different versions of himself Uh and i'm really excited to see what they do i I mean this this obviously this show really deals heavy with multiversal uh, nonsense um Uh this opens up a huge door for literally everyone that is in the MCU. 
to show mm-hmm. off their acting prowess because we're going to be seeing different versions unless they get different people to play them but like i'm imagining they wouldn't do that they would have them just like as different versions of themselves you know i think they're gonna have kind of a mixture of both if we can take what we've seen from the multiverse thus far because again we knew that we were going to be going into multiverse territory for phase four but now it's completely solidified but with loki we were able to see that the variants aren't always the same yeah yeah, just in the loki's they are played by different actors and different people but then as well you have that ability to still use the same people so i think there's probably going to be a nice mixture of both where you get to see different versions of who that character is in a different multiverse while also still seeing the same actors playing the roles in different ways yeah absolutely um i'm i'm really excited to see what they do with this going forward it's just there's so many different possibilities and i've kind of come to trust uh disney and marvel with doing stuff like this because they've really improved everything that they've been doing they, they really have. Um, and they've done a really great job of keeping things kind of under wraps. I know in probably one of the first episodes we were talking about Loki, you had mentioned just after the Timekeepers had come out, because I want to make sure we, we give him credit to this. The Timekeepers were voiced by Jonathan Majors as well. Were they? Yeah. So they altered the voice, but that's why we didn't know who voiced the Timekeepers yet, because they kept everything under wraps. He was not listed on the IMDb. He was not listed anywhere in the Loki series until the last episode. God, that's so smart. It is. It's fantastic. The way that they have been keeping things under wraps, keeping things and just really releasing what they need to at the right time. While it shows how much of a control they have on the media that we have going on. It's genius. So good. Um, Another thing that I noticed um, is that all of the big bads that have been presented in the last three Disney Plus series are wearing purple. So we got we to gotta look out for these purple people because uh, <laughs> they're coming in purple for Faith 4. Well, I think that, that we should watch out for the one-eyed, one-horned, flying purple people eater. You never know with them, you know? I hate you. <laughs> I know so you do. Much. I know you do. That's the best part about doing this. Is that you have to deal with my bullshit. Um, <laughs> so I know that we were just talking about like, like the different variants that we think that we would see. I know who I want to see as a variant Thor and another variant of Loki. Okay, hit me with them. We need to see. I lost their names. Hold on. Where the fuck did they? I was just looking. You were here. Damn you, IMDb. There you are. We need to see. Luke Hemsworth as Thor and Sam Neill as uh, Odin. Yes. And, um, oh my God, who played him? And uh, Matt Damon as Loki <laughs> as they were played in Thor Ragnarok. They, it has to happen. That has to happen at least one time. It is. They have to be official variants at least yeah. once. Like at least once. I'm just saying like that. Marvel, make it happen. Marvel. I know you're not listening to us. Please yeah. do that. That would be great. But that so would be good. so fun to see. <laughs> I, I, uh, so, oh yeah, I got to bring that up. There's another thing that I forgot to bring up. Um, I fucking called it that I did not trust Miss Minutes. Oh yeah. No. Again, I was trying to play the whole, Maybe she's a Janet kind of thing, but no, you were right. You 100% called it. She was I, a skeezy little bitch. 
from the she start. She was. <laughs> oh my god, she was terrifying and just the absolute worst. Um, that being said, I love her so much. Mm-hmm. No, she could so boss good. me around, and I would do it, and I would do literally anything she said. She could be like. I need you to take out the president's daughter. And I'd be like, cool, when? Give me a sandwich. I got you. I'm, I'm going right now. <laughs> like, actually, that sounds a little harsh. No, no, it didn't. You'd do it. No, You'd do it, it for a sandwich. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, what would you do for a Klondike bar? And it turns out not a whole lot. Um, it's true, though. But, like, admittedly, Klondike bars are kind of a sub- tier category of ice cream sandwich yeah so like, klondike bars are why would i do anything for a klondike bar they're not that great anyway yeah that's what i'm saying and this is coming from a man that loves booty uh klondike bars are um not that great give me yeah. like a like a like a real fruit bar like made with like actual strawberries Ooh. and shit you got it i got you but um yeah so uh anyways moving forward anyways. in loki like i said <laughs> i didn't trust um i didn't trust miss minutes but uh we did see uh, Ravona Renslayer uh, kind of run off mm-hmm. into a uh, portal. We don't know where her whereabouts are. Nope. But we get to find out because one of the big things is that this isn't it for Loki. This isn't it. And you know what? Talking about Jonathan Majors as as Kang and like that big reveal, that's not even like one of the biggest reveals of the ending of the series. No, 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 no. That's just the the tip of the episode. That's the start. <laughs> yeah. And like he's so good. Like I, I know I'm gonna gush about him again in a minute. But anyways, um he's so fucking good, Jonathan Major. But uh what's her name? Sylvie. Yes. Um once again, jumping into spoiler territory. Straight up fucking murks him. Yup. Just just cuts the dude. Just gives him a good old stabby. And that's what they used to call me in middle school. Good old stabby. Good old stabby. No, No, I'm kidding. I know a homeless guy like that. Anyways. um, Oh. (laughs) (laughs) um, Yeah, she, she, I mean, they did the thing that we didn't want them to do. Loki and Sylvie and they kissed. Yeah. Um. But even though they kissed, I don't feel like it was a genuine, like, I'm into you kind of kiss on Sylvie's part. I feel like she was using his emotions against him just to get him out of the way so that she could kill uh, He Who Remains. I think there's, again, kind of that mixture of both. Really? Do explain. So Kaylee Fleming, who plays Sylvie, because let's let's get all the names out there. We're going to properly attribute that. Um. She did a fantastic job as well, really portraying a lot of those emotions. And I think you got kind of this sense that she didn't necessarily want to use his emotions that way. Because I think that there was this genuine real connection between them and this genuine romantic connection, even as much as it's a little meh in my book. Like, But at the same time, I think she does still really care for him. And I think that's also why he maybe isn't as upset with her as he should be. Because you could tell he was pretty heartbroken with it, but it wasn't like a, oh, everything in my life is over. Yeah. I think he also understood that, like, this is me being exactly the person that I am. And that my mission, my goal, my end game is more important. And you're currently standing in the way of that, but that doesn't change how I feel about you. It's just you should understand as another Loki that this is what I need to do. 
And so it was this really nuanced thing where, again, I think that she does still genuinely care about him. I think that she does still have that romantic drive to kind of be with him, but she sees the end goal as still a little bit more important. Yeah, well, the, but she got her end goal in general. And I mean, either way, if, if Loki was standing in her way or not, it was bound to happen. Mm-hmm. Um, I just, I don't, I, uh, I guess this is me projecting and, uh, wishful thinking but i'm really hoping that there wasn't any kind of romanticism or, or romantic feelings towards him because it just fucking weirds me out dude. and i'm also tired like ugh, <laughs> tired of of there always having to be a, a a romantic subplot yeah um no i'm completely there with you i again i find it a little I was talking with my partner, though, and he as well was like, I don't, they're not the same person. Like, he's, he is very adamant on they're not the same person, even if they are a variant of each other. So, therefore, it isn't weird. It isn't, like, it's just they're different versions of a similar thing. And then on kind of doing a little bit of my own deep diving on the internet, Really, when you take into consideration the fact that Natalie Portman as Jane is the female Thor, and we have no issues with that, why is it that when we have a variant of Loki and Loki No, no, no. That is completely different. And do not get me started on this. I (laughs) I will get you started on this. Jane Porter. And she's the female. And she's the female Thor. Yeah, she is the female Thor, but she is not like related to thor not like flesh and blood of thor neither is sylvie but she's a variant of him this jane foster is literally just jane foster from earth and she was able to pick up the hammer that's all she is how do we know that jane foster isn't a variant because wouldn't then earth potentially be in a you know you never know you never know what do you mean how do we know that she's not a variant she was introduced as jane foster on planet earth planet earth is not asgard we and they if there were two fucking oh man yeah it's, oh boy don't oh don't do this to me right now i know i i had the exact same reaction initially and then i was like wait what Oh, that, that oh doesn't make, this brings that, everything into question. So, it, oh boy. Okay. Okay. Listen, I'm breathing. We're good. Yeah. Cool. So fans, if you have any theories on that, if you have anything that you want to chime in, please let us know. Hit us up on our socials, message us. What do you think? Because again, it's a heated discussion. I'm going to give Hogan a minute to, to breathe through this. But yeah, it, it definitely threw me for a loop. We've got the female Thor engaged and interacting with Thor. So why is the variant of Loki an issue with Loki? Just saying. So you remember that scene in um, Lilo and Stitch where at the very beginning of the movie, like right before Jumba goes and gets taken out of prison and like he's reading the newspaper and like he rips it up and like eats all the pieces as they're floating down to the ground. Yes. That was me internally right now. Like I'm, oh boy, that set me (laughs) off for no fucking reason. You're welcome. I think I think that we should move forward. Yes, we should. And, and um, talk about the very last two reveals of the series mm-hmm. or the season, and um, and then we gotta we, we gotta forward, keep this train yeah. of chugging along. Um, but when right before Sylvie goes to kill or goes to kill uh, he who remains, she blasts 
Loki through one of the time doors and sends him back to the TVA. Mm-hmm. And then turns around and kills the dude. Uh, he who remains. The fact he was like, I'll see you soon. Yeah, and that's actually another thing that we got to bring up because I'm not sure if you saw that on TikTok, but we'll talk about that in like yeah, just we'll a get couple there. seconds. Loki sees that the, uh, the TVA is in all kinds of disarray. They're like, there's a lot of shit going on, like branches upon branches upon branches. Um, and goes up to Mobius and Hunter B-15 to like talk to them about like what's going on, right? Mm-hmm. And Mobius is like, it's okay, like calm down, we're gonna figure this out. You're a you're an accountant, right? Or uh, something like that. Like calls him some random thing. Yeah. And Loki's like, the fuck are you talking about? What is going on here? And then realizes, like, looks over to his left, and where the usual uh, statues of the the, the timekeepers are, it's just a statue of Kang. Mm-hmm. And he realizes that he's in a completely different reality at this point. One where they don't even recognize him as the the god of mischief. Nope. They have no idea who he is. Yeah, which begs to the question, who is being the god of mischief in that universe? Which I am once again going back to saying it's going to be Matt Damon as the god of mischief from Thor Ragnarok. Anyway. Yeah. Uh, why did that part break my heart? Because honestly, again, this is just such a testament to the story writing, the storytelling, the acting, the cinematography, everything in those final moments of this episode. I just had chills. It was like one of those where you're, you just can't help but be on the edge of your seat watching what happens. And yeah, it was really heartbreaking to almost recognize that like Mobius and Hunter B-15 have no idea. Yeah. At this point in this reality, what has happened? Is it the same reality as before? And just because of the changes, things are now different? Is this a completely different reality? Like, what is this? Whose reality is he in? You know, it just, there's so much to kind of unpack. And we have to wait. Yeah, we got to wait because we got the new season eventually coming out. Who knows when? There's no news on that. No idea. There, and again, because they've kept things so under wraps, we have no idea when he's returning. I think they yeah. had, had uh, said maybe 2022 he's going to be returning in season two, probably 2022, but we have no idea when. So then there's as well a lot of movies that are going to kind of lead up. Yeah. Um, this definitely sets things up for the Eternals because, yeah, of course they weren't going to step in due to the fact that it's just Thanos. But now that the entire multiverse is unlocked, like, of course they're going to be like, oh, we got to, we got to do something now. Like, we, yeah, yeah, yeah. There's so oh, much that this is just so one much. show. And the way that all three of the shows kind of interconnected to create this very cohesive introduction into the multiverse, it just, mwah, Disney Plus, Disney, Marvel, you're all doing great. Can't wait. Which, actually, you saying that really brings me to the last thing that I'm going to bring up about this Uh series or season. I'm not sure if you saw it on TikTok, but someone realized that if you start the last episode of Loki and the last episode of WandaVision at the same time, when Wanda becomes the full Scarlet Witch and finally gets all her powers and, like, is super strong. The moment that happens, like as she's absorbing all that power, is when King notices that something has gone wrong. I have literal goose skin 
right now. Yeah. <laughs> Holy like, shit. Like, as she, and it, it's, it's crazy <clears throat> to watch, like, in time with each other, as she is absorbing the power, that's when he kind of, like, looks off uh, over to his left. Like, he hears that noise, and he looks off over to his left, and he's like, okay, we've just passed a threshold. Oh. And then, like, there's that one point where he kind of reaches over to his left, um, yeah. left side of the desk and picks something up and then drops it. And the moment it hits the desk is the same exact moment that Agatha Harkness hits the ground. Oh, oh my God. Like, chill. chill. Oh. It, it matches up perfectly. Oh. They did that on purpose. Oh, they had to. Yeah. It's, it's fucking big. Yeah. Well, again, there's been so many connections in each of the shows that we don't recognize. I'm sure that is probably the most noticeable one and not the only one. Yeah. I'm sure those at Marvel and Disney are like, oh, I've dropped so many hints. It's another, I'm going to throw it back to the good place when Michael's like, oh, you only caught up on five of the hints? Okay. Yeah. I dropped like eight million, but that's fine. Like... (laughs) Yeah, I, I, I was just really astonished that they, they pulled something like that off and we almost didn't even notice. Yeah, um, yeah I'll, I'll have to send you the video. I sent it to my partner a while back, uh, but I'll have to find them again because it really genuinely blew my mind to see. Um, but that that's where we're going to leave Loki. Uh, like we yep. said, it's got a season two coming out. We don't know when. We don't know when. We don't know what it's going to cover. We don't, yeah, again, there's so much Marvel content that's going to happen in between then. So I cannot even begin to imagine what season two is going to be like. The only thing that we do know is uh, director Kate Heron has announced that she won't be returning for the second season of Loki. Oh, okay. Yeah. Well, Which I felt like she did a great job. I feel like she fantastic. she knocked it out of the park. Um, and I mean, obviously it wouldn't have been as her directing wouldn't have been as good if the writing wasn't there. Mm-hmm. And so like, like, like props to the entire team over there. Good job on that whole thing. But I'm excited. Yeah. I'm excited to see what they do. Let's, uh, let's hope for the best. I don't know. Speaking of hoping for the best, let's uh, move on to our next point, which was a uh, space jam. Space jam. <laughs> <laughs> Matt, give us like a big one there. Like, like, I know you can't. Yeah, you know what I mean. You know what I mean. Give uh, give it to me good right here. I sure hope he did it. Oh, boy. Yeah. Give Um, us a big one, Matt. How did... A big big smoocherino. (laughs) I want to kiss from Matt right now. Uh, We've got to discuss. We've got to talk about Space Jam and uh, how absolutely incredible it was. Mm -hmm. Um, Oh, yeah. Pinnacle of art. It truly... Okay. Admittedly... It was super, just kind of like a fun blockbuster Yeah, let's let's get the fan service. Let's get the, the silly movie on the screen. Let's watch it. I, I enjoyed myself watching Space Jam. Yeah, it was. It definitely felt like a good movie to watch in, in theaters. And I, I saw it in theaters. It was a lot of fun. Um, it's a kid's movie. Let's just start it right there. It's a, oh, yeah. it's a children's movie. So you're not going to be expecting like... Willem Dafoe and who's not in the movie. I'm just like, you know, giving out like names of great actors that I personally think are great actors. Um, and specifically great, you know, as well. Willem Dafoe, great dramatic actor. There, There's yeah. not a lot of drama. It, it is very foreseeable. It, you know what's going to happen. Yeah, it's, it's predictable movie. for sure. 
Um, mm, mm It was certainly a movie. Um, I am going to come out and say right now, uh, I couldn't stand LeBron James, but not because of his acting, but because he was kind of a dick the entire movie. Yeah. Admitted that he was. (laughs) And I get that that was supposed to be like his, not redemption arc or something like that. Like, um, no. Like his character. That's how he's supposed to be. He's supposed to be, oh, the tough dad that uh, wants his kids to always do best and blah, 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 blah. But like, I watched that movie and I was like, let the kid be himself, yo. Like, what the, what the fuck? Yeah. I I get that your thing is basketball. Cool. Your thing is not everyone else's thing. Yeah, like, 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 be tough on him to be the best at what he wants to do. Yeah. Um. See that maybe it's video games and not yeah. basketball. <laughs> don't don't and, force your passions on your children. Kind of parenting. <laughs> and even then, like, uh, like he was. I guess I don't know. Did we see him play basketball too much without powers? Um. Just in the opening sequence, really. Yeah. Like, there wasn't an actual moment where it was just him doing his thing. Also, can we talk about uh, how pissed off I got at the opening scene when uh, young LeBron James threw an original Game Boy in the trash? I know. I was upset. (laughs) I was like, dude, what the fuck are you doing? Yeah. No, oh, it just God. oh, it was so bad. <laughs> and then watching it like, like so in the opening sequence or one of the or part of the opening sequence, uh, it shows him playing the Game Boy while sitting on the bench on the sideline, uh, the basketball court. And in the background, it shows the game that he's playing, and it was some Looney Tunes game, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, he's playing Bugs. I was watching it and I was like, that's not accurate because there's color in the video game behind him. Uh-huh. And, uh huh. And Game Boys didn't have color like that until like early 90s mid-90s and then they threw the game boy away i was like oh cool fuck me then i guess right yeah so you're just not gonna go at all with historical accuracy and you're gonna disservice an original game boy like that okay okay i'm sure it was just a prop or whatever i'm sure like they even just made it for the for just that moment but like it was the first game boy ever produced (laughs) they went directly to nintendo and said give me the game boy yep the game boy and nintendo (laughs) said we don't speak english we're in japan what are you doing here lebron james (laughs) um yeah i also one thing that i was kind of expecting through the entire movie and i didn't get which i think i'm glad that they didn't do was uh i really honestly expected them to uh, put in that vine sound, uh, LeBron James, oh. like at least one time because this movie had a lot to do with being on the internet and like, yeah, all that fun stuff. I really genuinely expected that to be on there at least once, and I'm really glad that it wasn't because that would have just uh, taken the whole movie out of it, uh, would have been bad for me. All right, so give, give me, give me what you, uh, what you think about the movie, give me your, your, your quickie review, and I'll give you mine. Okay, so for me, honestly, it was exactly what we expected. It was not fantastic filmmaking. It wasn't incredible story writing, but it was fun. Um, It definitely provided exactly what it presented in the trailer. LeBron was a bit of a dick, but you got why, because again, it's that gotta push my child to be better than they are. All in all, it it was fun. 
Would I watch it again? Probably not. Do I think it's the same or similar quality as the original and provided a lot of that nostalgia? Yes. I think it did exactly what it intended to do, and that's all I can really give it. What's your quick review? Uh, my quick review was there was a lot of issues in the movie, but once again, it's a children's movie. I can't okay. be too critical of it. Um, it felt like a lot of fan service, mm-hmm. a lot of fan service, and just a lot of callbacks to the uh, the original movie without really naming them. Um, mm-hmm. Those at one point in the in the movie where LeBron ends up in Toon World or whatever the hell it was called. And he's like, yeah, um, I need your help with all this, blah, blah, blah. And Bugs like, oh, so you want me to get the Looney Tunes back together uh, because you need help playing a basketball game against a bunch of people, blah, blah, blah. And then he looks at the camera and he goes, sounds familiar. And I was like, thank you. That was um, yep. that was what I not wanted, but okay. Um, the fact that... <sighs> You remember the the original song, the "Come on and slam," and welcome to like that song wasn't in the movie. Yeah, why was... wasn't it in the movie? That's that that was like probably one of the most iconic parts. Besides Michael Jordan being in the movie, it it was one of the most iconic parts of that movie. Everyone knows the Space Jam song. They used it in the trailer. Yeah, <laughs> where was it? <laughs> um. Oh my goodness. Oh my goodness. They did make a funny little joke, though, that I really appreciated. They were kind of having a bad moment. Like, they were kind of not doing so hot. Mm-hmm. And it was halftime, and Daffy was like, oh, no, was it Daffy? It was Sylvester. Sylvester comes along and was like, hey, guys, uh, I know that we're kind of fucking up right now, but uh, you won't believe who I found. Michael Jordan. And everyone in the theater was like, what the fuck? Are you kidding me? And even I was like, they actually got Michael back for this fucking movie? This is incredible to me. And it turns out it was Michael B. Jordan. And that was just as funny to me anyway. I was like, that is that was probably was one so, of the funniest moments. I was so happy, but admittedly, like, oh, oh bite my bite my knuckle. <laughs> <laughs> Any yeah, and to then, see like, him on screen, I will take. Um <laughs> And then, like, he, he tries to get all inspirational with them. He was like, clear eyes, full hearts, can't lose. Clear eyes. Full, and, like, does that, like, a couple times. And LeBron's like, dude, shut the fuck up. What yeah. are you doing? Get out what of here. What are you doing? He's like, Which was funny to me as well, because I, I, I just thought it was a good moment. Uh, that whole sequence was great. Um, it felt very I genuine. I was kind of really hoping. What would you say? It felt very genuine. <laughs> yeah, like, it felt, it felt like it was a, a really good written moment. I was really, really hoping that we would see, uh, what was it, Michael's secret stuff, the bottle that they had from... Yeah, the water. Yeah, I thought that I thought we would see that. Um, we did see the original uh, bad guys. Uh, what are they called? The uh, the Monstars? Yeah, the Monstars. I loved that they were repeated as like... Huh. They- yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I thought that was... I think, I think that was probably my favorite uh, reference that they made in that movie. Um, besides Iron Giant being in it because I'm just so uh, a sucker for Iron Giant. Uh, um, and then there was one point where Don Cheadle was like, oh yeah, I'm better than King Kong. And King Kong was like, fuck you, dude. Yeah, just that. Like on the what? sidelines, I, I, that, that made me die. I was, I was dying because of that part. What were you saying? Go on. Um, 
One of the fun things that I as well enjoyed, as silly as it is, it was trying to get the Looney Tunes back together. Seeing the Looney Tunes in the other settings, admittedly, was pretty funny. <laughs> Seeing them in the different worlds and where they ended up and why they ended up where they did was was admittedly, again, kid service, but it was it was funny. Oh, yeah, absolutely. It felt like um, Lola Buddy being in uh, Themyscira. Yeah. Like fighting alongside uh, <laughs> Wonder, Wonder Woman. Woman felt wonderful and felt correct and um yeah, yeah i could i could see it yeah no it just it was it was a fun movie there there were some really great moments there were some really uh, okay here we go moments but yeah it did exactly what it set out to and i i'm satisfied with what we got on the screen because once again it was a children's movie yes. but it was fun yeah. It was fun. Also, Wonder Woman in that sequence was voiced by Rosario Dawson, and I uh, love her very much. I did not know that, but yes, it's so good. Also, why why, why did they feel the need to bring Rick and Morty into this? Because Rick and Morty is in everything, and it just brings up yeah, you're not everything. Right. Admittedly, I'm not the biggest fan of Rick and Morty. Okay, that's fair enough. Um, I really enjoy the show. I think it's funny. The new season thus far has been all right, but yeah. So what I was saying about Rick and Morty, to be fair, you have to have a very IQ to a very high IQ to understand Rick and Morty. I mean, the humor is extremely subtle without a solid grasp of theoretical physics. Most of the jokes will just go over the any typical viewer's head. Um, there's also Rick's nihilistic look outlook, uh, which is definitely woven into his characterization. His personal philosophy draws heavily uh i'm kidding i'm not i don't mean any of what i'm just saying it's yeah fine. i was like wow okay so you just broke that down to try to tell me i'm an idiot cool <laughs> great Glad no. um <laughs> i promise i'm only kidding it's it's, it's so much I, I, people... I knew exactly what you were doing <laughs> <laughs> um but yeah I, I like i said i liked the movie i, I would definitely watch it again uh, i think i'm going to because kelsey hasn't seen it yet and she kind of needs to wait she didn't see it no. So here's the thing. We went out to go see it for my little brother's birthday. Uh-huh. And she had to go to bed because she was working the next day. Yeah, right? she gets up super early. And then she was like, oh, well, you told me that I have to wait for Taylor. She told me this this morning. She was like, oh, you told me that I have to wait for Ida. And uh, you, you said that we were going to watch it all together. And I was like, Ida already watched it. She's like, I know she did. Now I have to watch it alone. <laughs> and I was like, oh, I'll, I'll watch it with you. I promise. It's It's... <laughs> If it would make her feel better, I will literally drive down and rewatch it just so that she doesn't have to watch it alone. Tell Listen, her that. Listen, we'll get together soon and we will all watch it and we'll make popcorn and mm-hmm. have a good time with it. Well, because I had told Damien, I was like, hey, uh, so I have to watch Space Jam. D- did you want me to wait for you or do you, do you not want to watch? And he's like, it's a kid's movie. I don't want to fucking watch it. Like... <laughs> Watch it on your own. Oh, please. he thinks he's too good for kids' movies now. <laughs> no, it's just he's like, I only have a limited amount of time in my day. <laughs> I just no. You're not I wasn't. About that. He didn't even watch the original, or like he had seen it, but it wasn't like his. It wasn't his jam. <laughs> 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 but yeah, he was just like. So when I even pulled up the podcast talking notes, because um, in our in our breakdown, it was. It was basically fan service and not too great, is what you wrote. And he was like, duh, it was a kid's movie. And I was like, yeah, no, <laughs> we're on the same page on that. <laughs> Just, I don't know what you were expecting. It was like, no, it was, it, it, was, it was a kid's movie. It's fine. 
He also won't watch the Bat Batch with me. And I, I, I don't blame him. Um, I don't blame him because I don't think anybody should be watching the Bad Batch. Um, we're going to move on to that uh-huh. right now. Uh, any final thoughts or comments on... Um, no. That was my super smooth segue into our next topic. <laughs> Great. I am going to go back just real quick. They did show Big Chungus, which was the highlight of the whole movie for me. Oh, yes. Anyways. Yes, yes, yes. Uh, bad Batch. Uh, emphasis on bad. Um, yeah, it just. Oh boy. Admittedly, this last episode invested. I really enjoyed. I thought it was a great episode, but the other, the other two was were just boring. So here's the thing. Uh, you heard this during pre-show. Not everyone else did. Uh-huh. I did not see the newest episode because I totally forgot that it had come out. I genuinely had no clue that this episode had come out. Mm-hmm. Um, so I am behind an episode, so I'm going to let you take it away on this one and, uh, tell me about what, uh, what I'm, what I'm missing, what I miss. You can give me spoilers. I don't give a shit because I don't really care for this show. Okay. So going back to the Bad Batch. Um, okay. So infested the Bad Batch returned from a mission, uh, to find that Sid's parlor is now under the ownership of Roland Durand, who is a crime boss. And, um, so the batch is kind of like, oh, all right, guess it isn't here anymore. And so they decide to kind of fuck off. And Omega goes, hey, wait a minute, Sid is our friend. We should help her. Why the fuck aren't we helping her? To which they find Sid. And Sid then goes, really? Y'all aren't going to help me? No, they're not. They're not going to help you, Sid. You're kind of a dick. But (laughs) Sid then therefore says, hey, look. If we were to sneak in to where I am and steal the spice that we have in my offices, it'll get Roland in trouble with the Pikes, or the Pike Syndicate, um, who is a, another big bad, and he'll be fucked and we won't. So they decide that they're going to sneak through using these almost minecarts. And so they're, they're sneaking along in these minecarts and these caverns where they get you know, kind of attacked by bug things. And it felt very, uh, if any of our listeners have played Metro 2033, like kind of sneaking through the mines type of thing while also being, um, yeah, just infestation type of bug creatures. And so, you know, battle ensues, things like that. Ultimately, it was, it was fun. I'm still not super intrigued with the show. I just don't think it's my kind of show. I keep hearing from everyone that I know, like they just love the show. And I'm sitting here thinking, am I just, why don't I like it? But it just, yeah, it's not, it's not super great. I'm not intrigued with it. I see a lot of potential and it's just not there. That's how I just feel about the show overall. It's, it's got a lot that it could be, and it's just not for me. Um, mm-hmm. I really am hoping that it kicks it up a notch and gives us more. It, once again, it is, it's like what I was saying with um, Space Jam. Is, Matt, please, you don't got to put air horns on that one this time. Um, all the air horns. All right? Every, just every time I say Space Jam, it's air horns. Yeah. Um, <laughs> the LeBron movie. Um, <laughs> it felt, a lot of it feels very fan service in the Not the past two episodes. But the episode, so this was infested and there was like 
uh, rescue on Ryloth and whatever the one was the before that. rescue on Ryloth and the Devil's Deal. Yeah, Devil's Deal. I almost called it Common Courtesy. That was weird. Um, <laughs> Same thing, right? On those two episodes, it reintroduced a character that was apparently introduced in, I want to say, Rebels? Hera, yeah. Yeah, and I was like, I've... Who is... I've got no fucking clue who this character is. I don't... And Hera is played by Vanessa Marshall. Who I think was uh, coming back to that role. Yeah. From... Which is super cool. Like, good for her, good for the team. But um, I just didn't care. Yeah. I just did I wanted to so bad. But... I didn't know the character, so I was like, oh, okay. I, I like, until after I watched those two episodes, that's when I found out that she was a... A, a returning. A returning character. Yeah. And I was like, oh. Okay. Cool. I guess I'm going to go watch Don't Look Under the Bed now. Goodbye. <laughs> yeah, I feel like I'd maybe enjoy it more if I had previously been super invested in the shows. I feel kind of like a bad Star Wars fan, because just the... Sh- the- Animated series haven't really kept my attention. And I don't know if it's just the way that they're telling it or whatnot. Because again, I've heard nothing but incredible things about all of the the Star Wars animated shows. And I just, I'm not into them as much. Yeah, and like all the people that I talk to about it really, really enjoy it. Yeah. But I'm just, I'm just not feeling it. Maybe that's just me, though. Anyways, yeah, maybe that's um, just us. Tell us what you think again. On the- yeah, please talk with us. Trying to get listener engagement. Please. We love you guys. And speaking of listener engagement, we are, like I said, we are going to bring up that one last item at the very end. Mm-hmm. Um, but I finally watched the Dune trailer. Thank goodness. It's about time. <laughs> and uh, holy shit, this movie looks gorgeous. Right? Like, ridiculously gorgeous. Um, The cast in it is incredible. I love everything about them and every single person that is in this movie. Um, But I do need to bring something up that I just found out uh, by looking it up on IMDb. Mm. This movie on IMDb is being referred to as Dune Part 1. What it was previously referred to as Dune. I didn't. I think that's something that they should have saved until, like, Maybe the end of the movie, like what they did with it. Yes, I I completely um, agree with that. I oh god, this movie looks fucking gorgeous though. It looks gorgeous and actiony, and Jason Momoa's in it, so of course there's going to be a little bit of funny in it. Oh, um, not just Jason Momoa. We've got Timothy Chalamet, Rebecca Ferguson, Zendaya, Jason Momoa, Josh Brolin, Dave Bautista, Oscar Isaac, Javier Bardem. Like the cast keeps going and they yeah. are all major players so this movie oh i'm excited it, yeah it, it looks really genuinely awesome but it's got me wondering like if they can make a movie look this good uh, and i haven't seen the original one i gotta watch the original one first before i, I really go like talking about it yeah i saw it once so it was just eh, really? I felt like it was just eh. But it was it was one of those things that I was like 13 and not really into it. So <laughs> it was just not my movie at the time. I need to rewatch it. Well, I mean it. the original one the original one did come out in 1984 though. Yes. Um so it's I don't think it stood the test of time. Oh, Sting was in the original one. That's Yeah, he was. He was actually pretty good in it. Um Patrick yeah. Stewart. 
All right, cool. That's actually uh, not a bad cast. Anyways, yeah. um, again, incredible cast. It was a pinnacle sci-fi movie at its time. I hear that the book is phenomenal. It's on my to listen to. Um, where it's one of those, it's a slow burn, but once you get into it, it just is really engaging. But yeah, at the time when I initially saw it, it was one of those, eh, I'm not really into that. And then I didn't appreciate it for what it was. So yeah, understandable. I mean, when you're young, you don't really appreciate the good stuff until you can like understand it, you know? Yeah. Makes sense. Um, but if they make this movie look as good as it, as it does, I feel, and like I said, it is a remake. Um, I feel like we deserve an either Stargate remake or a Starship Troopers remake. Make it a little bit more gritty, a little bit, uh, a little bit darker. Like, because these both of those are both of those movies I just mentioned really remind me of what I saw on just the trailer from Dune, and I was like, yes. Give me more of that mystic shit. Maybe not so much Starship Troopers. That movie was a little campy. But, but it was intended to be campy. Like, it was yeah. intended to be this campy, gritty, B sci-fi movie. And, oh, it's still, like, I hate, I love to hate it, if that makes sense. But Stargate, on the other hand, from what I remember, I remember watching that movie when I was super, super young. But I loved what I saw, and I would like to see some more. You know what? Another or like a retelling of um, the Fifth Element. That would be interesting. That would be. But really I don't know cool. how you could. That's the thing. Like the casting, the the storytelling of it all is so perfect that I don't know if I want it to be touched. Yeah, you know, you're not wrong. Um, I feel like that movie did really well on its own. I don't think it did well at the box office, but I feel like as a cult classic style movie. Uh, it do, it does really well. I really, genuinely, honestly enjoy that movie very much. Yeah, my mother hates it. I I will I will go on the podcast and say my mother hates that movie. In the box office, it seems like it did pretty all right. It's got a seventy one percent on Rotten Tomatoes. Okay. And a fifty two on Metacritic. All right. And it made nine. So it the budget was ninety million. It made two hundred and sixty three point nine million in box office. Yeah. Oh, shit. Good for them. So it didn't seem like it did too bad. Wait, are we done with Dune? I don't even know yet. Yeah, I mean, again, we don't have a whole lot of other news about it, but we're really excited. I think that it was interesting to see that it is now a part one. I'm completely in agreement with you that I think they should have held off. That would have been a better thing, probably overall, to really build up that anticipation. But I don't honestly know that a lot of people are going to be looking at that. I don't think people are like, oh, yeah, let me IMDb Dune yeah. every week. Like, <laughs> we have to. Um, but, yeah. So, I'm really excited. It is set to come out on October 1st in theaters and as well on HBO Max. So, it's coming up here pretty soon. And, yeah. I'm excited. Um, yeah, I'm excited, too. I know that, uh, let me see, next week we are not doing an episode, but the week after that. We are, so uh, you guys are going to be getting a fresh, super quick, uh, what's the word I'm looking for, review of the new Suicide Squad. Yes, which that comes out August 6th in theaters and HBO Max as well. Some other things to kind of look out for. We just had the release of Snake Eyes, which is a G.I. Joe movie that was on the 23rd 
of this month. We've got Jungle Cruise and The Green Knight coming up, which those will probably be pretty fun. That's on the 30th of this month. And then The Suicide Squad is going to be. I am really looking forward to Jungle Cruise and uh, The Green Knight. Both look really, really fun. And then also to throw it back to Loki, they did also just release uh, Marvel Studios Assembled making of Loki. So if you have enjoyed the previous WandaVision and Falcon and the Winter Soldier, you can also watch and see what they have done behind the scenes to create this show. Yes, I actually got to watch that one because that sounds really good. Um, I just love that series so much and I cannot wait to see how they did it. Uh, But since we are going back to Loki, uh, we had a fan message us uh, a little bit disgusted (laughs) um oh for those of you who don't know the rules of the internet there's a bunch of them so many one of them in particular uh is rule number 34 oh you want to you want to get you want to break that down yeah we're about to get into some weird (laughs) stuff um rule 34 states if it exists there's porn of it on the internet. Yep. And so our one of our fans uh, wants to know why there is rule 34 of Miss Minutes. Okay. So real easy answer. Because if it exists, there's porn of it on the internet. <laughs> Actually, you know, I can give you an even easier answer. Because she clapping cheeks. Rule 34. Uh, oh, God. Rule 34. Of um, Miss Minutes exists for one reason and one reason only. Mm. Nate from Earache Podcast. We have found it. It's because of Nate. It's all your fault, Nate. This This is is, on you. I can't believe he did this to us. (laughs) We invite you back. You create porn. Cool. (laughs) Yeah. Um, And you know what? So I'm going to say it one more time. Are you guys ready for me to say it one more time? Rule 34 of Miss Minutes only exists because of Nate from Earache Podcast. He brought it up last last episode about how he's like attracted to her. And I made the joke about giving the cock to a clock. And it, you guys laughed at it. And now look what you've done. You absolute fucking heathens of human beings. How dare you? <laughs> I don't know, man. She seems like she can get it. Apparently, you need to stop. I am apparently a lot of clocks are good for the clock. So. Matt, shut it down. I can't do this anymore. End the simulation, please. Gotta give cock to a clock. Like, come on now. Anyways, we're just bringing it up to scar you guys mostly. Um, but also, I don't have any answers. I, I I don't have the answer you are looking for. Um, I wish it didn't exist. I'm sure it's someone's kink, but it. You know what? I'm not going to say I wish it didn't exist because apparently that's kink shaming or something. I don't know. Yeah, don't, we're, we're not kink shamers here. But, um, but like, why? Why does it exist? You uh. will pay for your insolence. I can't believe we have to talk about this. The one time, like, like one of the few times, or not even the one of the few times, the first time that we get someone on here that's like, oh, yeah, this is what I want you guys to talk about. You're going to go and pull this shit? That's the first thing that you're thinking of? Yeah, no, um, I don't know. It's just, you, you cannot underestimate people's need for unusual porn. It just is consistent. I officially hate today. 
Um, hey, guys, listen, <laughs> this is the end of our episode. I know this was kind of a weird one. Not a whole lot went on that we could really talk about, you know? Yeah, it was kind of a slower week for a lot of the content while also still providing a lot of really great, uh, interesting things to think about. Yeah, a lot of stuff that we could talk about. Um, please don't be afraid to interact with us. We love to hear from you guys. We love to, uh, because this isn't just a, uh, a podcast. This is also a discussion. Mm-hmm. And uh, we would like to have that discussion with you guys as well. Yeah, you can um, check us out. We've got our Instagram, Twitter. Those are both at Geekly by Weekly as well. We have a Facebook, which we're a little slower at, but we're getting there. Um, you can send us an email, like what, whatever you need. We are here. Let us know. Engage. We love you Most all. Most definitely engage. We want to know what you want to hear. Are there certain topics that we haven't brought up that you're like, hey, wh- where are we talking? Are there certain things with content that you're like, yes, let's let's talk more game content. Let's talk this. Let's talk that. We want to hear it. We want to engage. Please let us know. Yeah, just don't have us watch. Um, Magic the Gathering, the musical again, because that was terrible. Yeah. We don't. We set ourselves up for that. I really feel like we did. And And it was. We paid for it. We certainly paid for it. We paid for it. Yeah. Anyways, we appreciate you guys. (laughs) Um, uh, Any last questions? Any last thoughts on anything here? No, I think we're good. Uh, how about five seconds quick advice? Hogan, go. Always clear your browser history. Oh, smart. Smart man. <laughs> <laughs> I know what I'm about. Um, anyways, we appreciate you guys listening, tuning in again. Uh, I know this one got a little off the rails, but I'm not apologizing for it no. because you're still here. Um, thank you guys. We, we really do appreciate you. Uh, uh, shout out to Matt as usual. Um, also, I just want to go on record and say last week's episode or last episode that we put out, Matt, uh, Chef's Kiss. Like, please insert some applause for yourself or something because that episode was fucking flawless. But what was that noise? What are you doing? Please stop. Not on the podcast. We are still talking. <laughs> Anyways, golf claps, golf claps. <laughs> oh, that's what that was. Okay, my bad. Never mind. Um, listen, we love you guys. Uh, when you turn off this podcast, uh, do me a favor and go out into the world and uh, be good to one another mm-hmm. and pick one person to make their day, even if that's you, and, and make sure that they know to pass it on, even if that's you, you know, yeah, because you deserve to have a good time as well. We love you guys. Um, we appreciate you guys, and we will talk to you soon. Um. Yeah. Stay safe. Yeah, Matt. Roll credits. Let's do this. Get us out of here. <laughs> okay. Bye. Bye. Okay. So before we do that, I'm gonna quickly hack up a loan. And this is all going to be edited out. (coughs) Excuse me. Anyways. Matt, please put that in at the very, very end. (laughs)